Big week for Waratah. Only two premierships in the past 45 years or so. Mm. They've had the week off. Would you agree that they're in the box seat? Yeah, I definitely think they are in the box seat. But I think also um, the experience from last year losing the granny um, was also very important mm. um, in their development. Um, even speaking to some players, they said that, and even being there at the club, it felt like they'd won the grand final that week. And I sort of thought, yeah, the, the, it sort of was a little bit worrying about you back in the boys. And then, yeah, it sort of didn't happen grand final day and the boys were flat. Do you think mentally it's a different Waratah this season? Do you yeah. think that? Because it's a different group. Do you think they're getting, I don't want to be disrespectful here to the team last year, but are they getting less ahead of themselves? Yeah, definitely. And I think the bottom five or six players last year, I think, geez, if, you know, if a few blokes got fitter, um, they'd definitely be better players than those guys. And that's no no disrespect to the, those players, but they'd played a lot of um, Prem's reserves football the year before. Um, so we did definitely carry in some bottom-end players, and so, but so did St. Mary's that year. Uh, but they've strengthened that now, haven't they? So they've got a, a mm. lot better um, sort of base. 11 or 12 state leaguers. It's, it's the difference in sort of their lineup compared to the bottom seven that missed out this year. Mm. Ralph, how does Southern Districts turn around a 56-point deficit from just a fortnight ago? Mm. Yeah, well, I think uh, you get your captain back and mm. going by the, the weekend he had. Um, that gives you a lot of confidence, but... Yeah, I think they've just got to go out and do what they did to St. Mary's and nullify those better ball winners um, and like they just did. Um, uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough one because that's a big deficit and Waratahs are going to go in full of confidence, mm. you know, and, and coming in off two big wins. Um, mm. But then again, like, always having that week off is, is, a, is a question too, whether it's mm. a hindrance or it's, it, uh, it's better for you. Um, and depending on what Ryan's put the boys through on the weekend, um, have them ready and firing. But then again... All you have to do is, to, you know, to fire them up, talk about, you know, your drought. Um, mm. And all the old Waratahs faithful will be there. Even the Guru will be there in his red and white, I believe. Um, so, <laughs> if they let me in. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but Districts, um, I think Shannon Rusk has seen enough and he, he'll have a few tricks up his sleeve as well. So oh, hopefully it goes right down to the wire. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's all I'm hoping for. Yeah, I, I think, guys, I think... Waratahs are the best ball movement side in the comp by a fair bit. Yeah. Someone went and watched them train. I don't know how I heard this. I can't remember. But someone went and watched them train Saturday and said the ball, the voice was up, the energy's up, um, the ball barely touched the ground. So the boys, I think Southern District's going to have to really turn this into a bit of a slog, I think. Mm. I was um, going to say, does that mean they're training too pretty? You know, I know that Rick no, Nolan used to say yeah. the ball's hitting the ground isn't a bad sign because it means the intensity's up. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that with Rick Nolan's perspective on that. But I think the way Waratahs play is not... They play pretty. So mm. that's the way they play. Um, when we touch into the players that are important for them, I'm actually, it's going to have a couple of surprises. But these blokes, I think, are instrumental in how they do their ball movement. Do you, do you think districts sort of take a bit of a um, message out of last year's grand final, how Saints turn into a bit more of a scrap and not let Waratahs mm. have that pretty ball movement and, you know, and yeah. stuff like they used to. I think. I think. Yeah. I definitely if think it turns so. Turns into a scrap. It goes more districts way. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. But I think also. I think. You know, it's a different Waratah outfit. Yeah, they've got a lot of strings to their bow. This Waratah. Yeah. Outfit. I, I think. Like, if the game's played. Oh, this is an early prediction. But if the game's played ten times, I think Southern Districts win three, maybe. No, Waratah's winning seven of those. Um, I think also with all the so you've got sort of egos and you've got everyone trying to be a big dog at Waratah's a little bit. If you can bounce them early and get them in early and make it a fight early, that's your best chance of winning against Waratah's this week, I feel. 
Upset that balance, you mean? Nice Upset the balance, make them argue yep. early. Um, Dean Staunton nullifies, you know, gets in. Dino's got a little lip. He yeah. can get in and start. We have know. seen some versatility, though, and we've seen some mm. selfless performances. I think Jaden Magro sacrificed his game the last couple of weeks to allow Darcy Hope to thrive. Mm. We've seen Dylan Collis being thrown around in different positions throughout the season. So I think it's a much, much more potent Waratah team than what we saw last year. I think that this current Waratah team beats last year's Waratah team by, you know, 40, 50 points. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the one thing I will say, though, I was going through the stats at when these teams have played this year. And one of those wins, best on ground, was a Jai Bolton from mm. Southern District. So I, his name is an emergency, but I don't know if people are familiar with his credentials. He is a state league champion. I would be doing whatever it could, whatever I could to get Claremont to release him this week. Um, you would have to make a very tough call. I believe you'd have to drop one of, and I'm, I could be wrong here, but I believe you'd have to drop one of Matt Dennis, Bo Schwartz, or Kane Stevens. And unfortunately, if we were... You know, if we're being honest here, it's probably the, the young local district's junior Schwartz that would miss out. Mm. So um, I think it'd be a very tough decision to make, and I certainly am not trying to advocate for that. But, gee, you know, you lose by 56 points. You're trying to do everything to turn that result around. And I thought it was interesting looking at Bolton being so dominant last time they played. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, Clarky. I think I'd probably try to make that decision. Um, a hot, like he's, geez, he's the most decorated footballer outside of the AFL right now. I'd say, isn't he? Well, um, he'd be the most decorated footballer out of those two teams, I reckon. Oh, definitely. Mm. Um, him and you know Jacob Dawson type. Those guys are next mm. level. Um, and he'll add so much grand final day, even if you rotated him early first mm. quarter a little bit. And geez, because I just think I think Ed Morris probably does go to Kane Stevens if yep. Kane Stevens starts on the ball. And Ed Morris has been pretty good in that nullifying role through the midfield. So that sort of concerns me. Um, but you've got McQueen, Smith, Staunton now. So they do have other blokes that can lift, though, don't they? Who will be feeling more pressure, Waratah or Southern District? It's got to be Tars, doesn't it? After yep. losing last year and having the week off. Yeah, definitely got to be Waratahs in this one. I think um, they got pretty confident last year and, and didn't get the chocolates. But I think they've done a, they've done a few things though that have you know they've restricted the alcohol, they've restricted that stuff, and I think that was pretty prevalent last mm. season. Um, so they have gone about it and they didn't cele- over celebrate. The, the finals wins, which I really respected. Yeah, and um, you know to have the, you know, two other teams in there as well, the women's and the 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 one or the Prem reserves. Mm. I keep forgetting what names they're being called, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know that gives you a lot of confidence. So there's they're under the I reckon the more pressures on the Tars um, and the 18s too. Is that right? Yeah. What's that? Sorry. They're in the 18s as well, aren't they? Yep. Yeah, so four, teams, so yep. four teams. So four teams. So it's a massive effort. Yeah. So what well unto the Waratahs on that on um, on that note? But mm. yeah, I I believe you know to go to match last year to go straight through um, to the grand final mm. and two wins and to do it again. Yeah, they definitely got the pressure on them. Um, but yeah, like we said, that this Waratah team's a lot better um, than last year and. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of leaning towards the Tars at the moment. Yeah, well, with what Clarkie said about the strings, <laughs> yeah, the strings to the the bow, like they've got 11 or 12 blokes that can go through the midfield and all do a similar job. They all share the workload. So it be interesting to see if Dean Staunton does go to someone. Robbie Turnbull, I was super impressed with his final last week. They need to break even in the midfield at yep. least. Some yeah, districts. So they got smashed last time. If Staunton picks one of those guys... A bankers, Robbie Turnbull, one of them will be on the ball at one time. I'd probably go with one of those two. Just, you know, run them with one of those two at each yep. time. We're going to go to a quick break. And I reckon after this, we'll, we'll go through the NTFL Women's Premier League Grand Final. But first, mm. I think what we should do is name our three to four most important players for each team. So we've delegated Waratah to you, and I'll take Southern Districts. Plenty more to come here on SEN Fridays in the top end. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin.
Welcome back to SEN Fridays in the Top End. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin, finding a place to write your next chapter. We are going through tomorrow's big, big NTFL Grand Final between Waratah and Southern District. Now, Rob, you texted me during the week and said, hey, this week we should talk about the three or four, not necessarily the best, but the most important players for each team this week. You have gone with Waratah, and I will go with the underdogs, Southern Districts. Who are your three most important players for the Warriors? Uh, okay, I'll start first. My um, number three would yeah, be... We'll go the, one for one. Yeah, we'll go one for one. So number three is uh, Joel Crocker mm-hmm. and uh, Dill Collis, all right? You know, so ball users, corridor abusers, those guys. So yeah. they're going to really play the corridor, ball skills um, and ball movement that sets up Waratah's play from the half-back line. Cool, and this might come into it. So I've gone with Dean Staunton. Yep. Obviously topical given his performance last week. 27 disposals, restricting land to just 11. I would almost consider chucking Dean Staunton on one of those two players. Yep. Uh, we've seen Dean play really good before as a high half forward, um, and I think he could play that defensive role, as we know, he played last week. So I'd be looking at putting him on an anchors or perhaps Collis or Joel Crocker, and if he can nullify those players to the extent that he did land, it's going to be a huge advantage to the Crocs. Yeah, definitely. And I think Tom Bowster will probably go mm. to one of them as well. Um, but it, they set up so much of their play. Yeah. Uh, so number two is going to be Arnold Kirby for mine. Yep. Um, he needs to break even again with Matt Dennis. Mm. Um, and I think it was a 60-40, whatever way you look at it, the last final. Um, I think Kirby probably did beat him, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, Matt Dennis apparently is fired up and ready to go. Mm. Oh, fired up would be an understatement. And we'll mm. talk to the big man very, very soon, Matt Dennis. But I wrote that Kirby was up to the task. I didn't say that he thrashed Dennis or anything like that. But when you look at the stats, maybe I was a little bit harsh on Dennis. So he won the hitouts 40 to 12, which is a big, big win. Uh, but Kirby had 19 disposals to Dennis's 16. And I'm not trying to be too stat orientated here because Kirby just used the ball so much better. He got the ball at important times and linked up in important plays. The score involvements would be interesting. Um, and he kicked a very very important goal too, which was which was big for their momentum. So we given Kirby the nod a couple of weeks ago. Is this one of the most important? It has to be one of the most important matchups tomorrow night. Yeah, I reckon it is. Um, and how they rotate as well, if they double team and who comes in as well and how much game time they both play is going to be something very important to manage. Um, number one, uh, Clarkie, for me, for Waratahs is Darcy Hope. He looked a bit like Wayne Carey last time they played. Only had the eight disposals. Um, but yeah, Darcy Hope's massive for mine. Cool. I will go through mine just after a break. But very, very good list so far. Plenty to come here on SEN Fridays in the Top End. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin. Welcome back to SEN Fridays in the Top End. For, uh, brought to you by Rain and Horn Darwin. Jacko, you're going to touch on the Southern Districts players, number two. Yeah, good throw in there. Uh, we have Fraser Driscoll. So you finished up there with Darcy Hope uh, as mm. your third most important player, in, in no order, but number three on your Get list. In there. Uh, look, mine is Fraser Driscoll. So he did an unbelievable job last weekend on St. Mary's forward Jackson Calder. If he can stop Darcy Hope to the same extent, it'll go a long way into winning this game and force Jaden Magro to put his goal-kicking boots back on. Uh, the last time they met, Hope had five contested marks. Uh, four of those marks were inside 50, kicked a couple of goals. I think he only had the seven disposals, but he was able to have an influence on off those numbers and had an influence on, I think, one of the other games the previous week off four touches. So Hope is a player that probably doesn't need big stats um, to, to make an impact on the game if he's bringing the ball to ground or taking those big grabs. And, and he's clunking them really well over the last couple of weeks, Darcy Hope. Number two is, uh, sorry, my last one is Matt Shannon, which could be a bit of a left field one, but I think he's somewhat of a barometer. Had 10 disposals in the big loss a fortnight ago, but had 22 disposals and four goals when the Crocs won earlier in the season. Highly credentialed player, Carlton VFL captain or leadership group, and that's my three. 
Yeah, really like that one, Clarky. Uh, Matt Shannon, I like the left field idea. I also left out Jaden Magro, so that's a yep. left left um, field one. And you've left out McQueen and Kane Stevens. So exactly. Very good interesting. Players. Yeah, yeah recipes to the win yep. here. More to come here on SEN Fridays in the top end. Thanks to Raymond Horn Darwin, finding a place to write your next chapter.